0: Hello, everyone. Thanks for checking out this special and exclusive episode of the Extra Rounds podcast. My name is Mike Dice, and my co-host, as always, is Elias Sapeta. We typically stream the show live Wednesday afternoons on the Sports Illustrated MMA Facebook page, but sometimes we have too many interviews, too many fighters we want to talk to, and it won't fit in our time slot. So instead of letting these interviews go to the wayside, we decided to start uploading extra interviews for our fans to listen to right here. You could consider these episodes Real extra rounds. With the UFC hosting a doubleheader on Saturday, we ran into such a situation. We had too many interviews to fit the time slot. We had Brian Carraway that we wanted to talk to. We also talked to the main event of UFC Belfast, Gegard Musasi, and Uriah Hall. In this episode, we'll talk to the fighters in the main event of the second event on Saturday in Sao Paulo, Brazil, Ryan Bader, and Lil Nog. First, let's talk to Ryan Bader. Hey, Ryan. How are you? Hey, Mike. Good. How are you doing? Thanks for taking the time out to talk to us during what I can only imagine is a busy week for you. No, for sure.
1: Hey, Ryan, it's Elias. Um, you took this fight on short notice. Were you itching to get back in there, or did you just like the idea of another challenge, another paycheck, um, unexpectedly? Or do you just like uh, scrapping so much that you're always uh, down to fight?
2: It was one of those things where uh, you know we were coming off a, a fight already, and it was a couple weeks after that. And, uh, you know, got the uh, offer to fight Little Nog. So, uh, yeah, it was just one of those things where we said, hey, why not? Let's do it. Um, you know, it was seven weeks away, you know, it was uh, right before the holidays, everything like that. So it just, it just made sense. I was already in shape. Why not? Already in shape and healthy. So why not just continue that?
0: An extra paycheck before Christmas doesn't hurt either, does it?
2: Oh, for sure. That's, that always doesn't suck. So, um, yeah, you know, I got three kids.
1: Three young kids, so it's always nice to spend Thanksgiving uh, and Christmas with them. Ryan, you're taking on a lot in this fight—not just a good opponent, but one you've beaten before. So there seems like at least a small chance that you'd sleep on the guy a bit, uh, especially considering how much you've improved over the years since you last fought him. And you're also fighting in hostile territory in Brazil. Is any of that stuff uh, things that you've reflected on at all?
2: No, you know, because every, every fight you have pressure and you want to go in there, do well, you want to perform well, all that kind of stuff. And so it's nothing different here. Um, I'm expecting the best Nogueira that's ever fought, you know, and I've trained for that and I'm ready for that. So it's, um, you know, being in a hostile territory, any any of the stuff like that is, is fine for me. I've done it my whole career. I traveled around the world. My last fight was in Germany and Europe. And I was fighting the Europeans, so they, they were definitely going for him. So. And it'll be a little more crazy here, but nothing I haven't seen already.
0: Speaking of which, you fought a Brazilian in Brazil before. Is it as daunting as fans make it out to be? You know, they're uh, they're yelling
2: at you and, and uh, saying you're going to die in Portuguese and all that, but you know what? You can't understand it anyway, so it is what it is. People are just you know booing you or you know yelling whatever. Uh, for me, you know, energy is energy. It's one of those things where uh, you know. Uh, they're passionate about MMA and I'll get pumped up regardless if it's quiet or if people are yelling against me or yelling for me.
0: You mentioned fighting overseas a lot. Is that something that you enjoy doing or you enjoy traveling or is it just frustrating?
2: Yeah, you know, here and there, we asked for the one in Germany. Um, you know, this one was just one of the things where I was filling in. Um, so take what you can get, but uh, yeah, I don't mind it. You know, the traveling and, and going with your team are all in the same mind frame. You don't have a bunch of family and friends you know, that are there, that are in a different, you know, state of mind. And so, you know, for me, it's just uh, buckling down and, and we get it done. We travel, get to see new places,
0: fight in front of a new crowd. It's a cool experience. Do you make it a point to get out and see the city and enjoy the free travel or, or, or are you just, just... Oh, oh, oh
2: yeah, you know, we usually, I usually stay, you know, a day later
0: or something. I, I'm
2: not in Brazil, but our flight doesn't leave till you know, late on Sunday night, you know, so, but, you know, we walk around, um, they got great food here try different, you know, uh, food spots and see what they have to, you know, they're, uh, they're the cool things around. So, uh, yeah, for us, it's, it's not only, you know, you're, we're getting to fight here in front of a new crowd, we're getting to see new places. I've been to Australia a couple of times, just fought in Sweden, Japan, you know, all over the world. So, um, cool experience.
0: Where's the favorite place that you've gone to fight? oh um
2: kind of two kind of come out is uh japan is one of them I, I fought rampage in japan um you know we fought 10 o'clock in the morning um you know it was a huge name beat them and i uh, got to enjoy a couple of days in japan and another one was uh australia one of my first big fights I was fight 13 and my asu wrestling teammates Cam velasquez and uh C.B. we were both on that card, and we all won, and you know went to Bondi Beach afterwards and celebrated a little bit. So there's been a lot of good times, but those two were probably my favorite.
1: Ryan, we've we read interviews of yours where you talk about how you fought tentatively, focused on the takedown in your first fight with Noguera because you felt you had to. And now that you have uh, the stand-up skill improvement uh, to take it to him anywhere, you might change your, your approach a bit. Uh, you certainly have improved a lot uh, with your striking, uh, but is there another part of you that thinks, hey, why change a wing formula in a matchup and invite new risk in?
2: Yeah, no, I think I'm fine uh, wherever this fight goes. And so that's, you know, um, I really don't have a game plan going in. You know, for, I feel like if I want to take him down, I can um, But it, it's not such a necessity as it was when I fought him the first time when all I had was an overhand right and I didn't really know what I was doing at all, you know, and so um, it's just one of those things I'll go out there and feel it out and see where it goes.
0: You've worked so hard to improve your striking. Where do you think your striking skills rank now amongst the best in the division?
2: Yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it, uh, if, if you look at it like out of the technical aspect of it, as far as, uh, you know, fluidity and technicalities and stuff like that, you know, uh, I might not be the best, but you know, I have my little tricks, and uh, um, you know, and, and I have a good jab, and you know, I'm surprisingly faster than a lot of people think, and so I feel like I'm up there with some of the best. Maybe not as far as you're looking at me technically, but just getting the job done.
0: Now, you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. We haven't really seen Noguera this healthy in a long time. Because of that, are you expecting a different Noguera than we've seen in recent years? Yeah, I'm. Mean, I'm expecting the best Noguera. You know, that's my mind
2: frame. Looking, looking at it, um, and that's how you gotta approach every fight. I'm expecting the best. Um, you know, uh, as far as since we fought six years ago or whatnot, um, I feel like I've improved way more drastically than he has in that time, you know, and, and I feel like I'm going to bring new tools to the table, And so, um, but yeah, I'm expecting the
0: best Nogueira that we've seen, for sure. Now, obviously, striking is a clear example of an area that you've improved in, but is there another area of your game where you've made great strides that maybe we haven't noticed yet? Yeah, just, just overall,
2: you know, and uh, in Jiu-Jitsu also, you know, I uh, you know I do a lot of Jiu-Jitsu, and, and People don't really see a lot of that from me, you know, in a fight because uh, you know I, I kind of use a lot of the dominant wrestling positions and, and whatnot. But um, you know, I think people would be surprised at, at my jujitsu also. But it's really just rounding out my game and, and making it all flow together. Um, I feel I've uh, progressed a ton in
0: improving in so many different disciplines and areas of your game has to have a positive mental effect. Is that the case? Oh yeah, you know, I used to go out there.
2: And <laughs> When it start on your feet, I'd be like, all right, I just got to punch this guy in the face. That's all I knew, you know, and it's just, uh, um, it, and it's crazy looking back. You know, now I, I know what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to set it up. I'm using my jab. You know, I didn't have anything. I didn't have a jab at all. Um, so I was just trying to hit somebody with a overhand right hand, you know, right hand. You know, so uh, it's definitely easier going in these fights knowing that I have, you know, uh all right, plan A, then plan B, plan C, D, and uh it, and any you know wherever the fight goes, you know um so uh yeah, it's definitely, definitely one of those things that helps uh helps you mentally
0: going into fights I don't think anybody's ready to say that Daniel Cormier has cleared out the division, but there's not that many people in the rankings between you and him that he hasn't fought yet. If this fight goes your way, are you next in line for the title shot? Yeah, I believe so. You know, I always feel like I'm right there
2: regardless, you know. And uh, um, if you look at my last fights, I think six out of my last seven fights I've I've won, you know. And you just – I'm right there at all times. And so, uh, you know how this whole thing goes now. You never know. But uh, I'm just going to keep my head down and uh, go out there and try to to be free, let loose, and have fun with it. And I feel like that's when I find my best. That's when I get stoppages and whatnot. And that's what gets you – you know, garnish you a title shot, you know, being exciting, and getting those wins, also.
0: You talk about other things that go into getting a title shot. You and Daniel Cormier had a moment where you exchanged some words. That footage is sitting there, waiting to be put into a UFC promo. Is that animosity between the two of you still there? Has it kind of died down?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, we. Uh, I just we kind of just forgot about it. You know, me more so as far as you know. I was just I was preoccupied with you know, however many fights I've had since then, you know, and so um, it's one of those things when uh, Gustin got that title shot when he came off a knockout loss, you know, it was one of those things where I'm like, all right, I got to stop thinking about this, you know, obviously they don't want me in there, I'm not going to get this, so let's move on and just do, you know, control what I can control, and that was the fights in front of me, and so I'm kind of the same right now, you know, I'm not going to be thinking about it, and and like, oh, I need to win this, I need to do this, to get this title shot, it's more so like I'm going to go out there and have fun open up and uh, take risks and and uh,
0: let the chips fall where they may. Thank you for taking the time out to talk to us. Best of luck to you in your fight this weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. There you have it. Ryan Vader taking some time out to talk to us during fight week. Let's talk to his opponent in the main event of the card, Lil Nog, who's speaking to us with the help of a translator. First of all, thank you for taking the time out to join us. How are you? Now, the build-up to this fight has been marred by pull-outs. You were originally scheduled to fight Alexander Gustafsson. He's pulled out. You've been scheduled to fight him a few times, and he's pulled out. How frustrating has that been? Então said
3: that I was <laughs> not marked by Gustafsson Kair, right? He was in the Rhyme and he é frustrante para você And it's frustrating for you this process of not being able to fight with Gustafsson Kair. It's different. Yeah, it's a little bit different because I was training for Bruce and it's a different style, different strategy, but at least uh, I was already in training, so I was already uh, in that process.
0: Now, it's been a long time since you fought Ryan Bader way back at UFC 119. How have you grown as a fighter since then?
3: How Ryan Bader since that last He's a little bigger yeah, I think he improved his stand up. He's more confident in his punches. He's kicking more, but I do feel that he was maybe quicker back then.
0: You've struggled with injuries in recent years. What's helped you get to a point where it seems like you're consistently healthy now?
3: It's a lot of physical therapy. I go through about two hours a day of physical therapy. That's
0: where we won damage at this point. He's had such a legendary career. Nobody would have blamed him if he would have hung it up as he was struggling through all those injuries. What? motivating him to work, getting back into the cage.
3: You had a What did you do to get motivated to go go back back the a are the best, right? the out there. Desire to always be fighting the best. You know, there's still a lot of good guys that I want to face in this division, and there's a lot of high level guys, so you have to be at the highest level yourself. So that's what motivated me to go out and, and get better.
0: Who are some of the high level guys that he still wants to face?
3: Practically everyone in the top 10. I mean, there's a lot of guys to mention.
0: If he's focused on fighting the top 10, does that mean he's gearing up for another run at the title?
3: If you think, in order to fight the Cinturón, you're just focused on fighting the Cinturón. I think the Cinturón will be very much depending on how you win it. I think it's a great knockout. He's a great knockout. For example, I won't get it now. I think that currently in the UFC, uh you know, getting a title shot depends a lot on how you finish fights. We saw Yale Romero, how he ended the fight this past weekend, and he's right there at a title shot. So it's going to really depend on, on how I finish my fights and how I perform. But uh, obviously, I want to make a run for it.
1: You've said there are nuances nuances to the stand-up striking game that you have to explore and test Bader in, especially since he's improved his hands a bit and has confidence there. Do you anticipate that he'll be a little in love with his boxing and want to stand with you a bit too much?
3: Você falou um pouco da trocação do Bader. Eu acho que já já que ele deu uma melhorada, eu acho que ele vai estar vai querer ficar em pé e, e trocar com você. Ele vai estar mais voltado nisso. I think that he's going to try, but he's not going to be able to.
1: Jero, you've said that in Pride you didn't fight many wrestlers, and you certainly didn't stand in a cage there, um, and that you focused a lot on wrestling, getting up, um, wall walking. What were some of the biggest keys to you learning how to do that, wrestle up well? Is it a mentality thing or a matter of technique?
3: É, ele falou que no Pride você não encaixa muito de wrestling, não era no case, então era diferente. Mas o que, 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 que fez você esqueci? ir atrás de melhorar no wrestling e realmente melhorar, ficar melhor? É, 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 as últimas das 5 que eu fiz foram com um, um cara de alto nível de wrestling, né? Então, e pra buscar com esse treinar bastante o wrestling, então bem melhorar no wrestling durante os últimos 4 anos. Yeah, my last uh, five fights were against high-level wrestlers, so, you know, uh, I needed to go out there and get better with my wrestling, so I've been working on that for the past uh, two years.
0: Is it a mental thing, or is it a technical thing when it comes to the wrestling? It's technical. The UFC was concerned about booking you to main event because of your rash with injuries. You're back in the main event, and in Brazil, nonetheless... How good does that feel?
3: Ele falou que bem uma vez disse que em principal por causa Como é que você de volta numa luta principal aqui? Eu acho que eu uma quase é falar isso que grandes obviamente tem me tratando bem e acho que graças a Deus não tem para mim para fazer principal em boa é especial yeah at a phase that, uh, I got injured quite a bit but And I'm here fighting the main event, which I'm very happy to be doing in
0: Brazil. And last question: You know, we saw a huge event at UFC 205. Uh, we've seen some big events like UFC 200. Does he enjoy fighting in Brazil over maybe being involved in one of those bigger events? Hey, so because the
3: grande evento is in Nova York, and it's just one of those that I prefer to in no Brasil, preferente fazer parte de universidades para Bom, uh, eu tenho um trabalho dentro do Brasil, eu gosto, eu, eu gostei, né, como no falo aqui no passado, só, eu gostei, uh, gostei da situação que eu estava usando assim, do lado da metrópole então, eu acho que eu, nesse momento, eu gosto bastante daqui. I like fighting in Brazil, and, and I had my first experience last year, in the UFC fighting here, and um, I, I like this, I like fighting
0: Thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us. Best of luck this weekend.
3: Thank you. Have a good day.
0: There you have it. We heard from Ryan Bader. We heard from Little Nog, the two fighters in the main event of UFC Fight Night 100 in Sao Paulo, Brazil, taking time out to talk to us during fight week. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate you for checking out this special episode of the Extra Rounds podcast. We're going to continue to do things like this when we have extra interviews that we can't quite fit into the live show. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, make sure to watch Wednesdays 2 p.m. Central on the Sports Illustrated MMA Facebook page. And make sure to rate and review the podcast on either iTunes or Google Play. We'd very much appreciate it. And until next time.